Let's get it. All football, all the time. You're listening to the best football show, hosted by Elliot Shore Parks. What's going on, everyone? My name is Elliot Shore Parks. Today is Wednesday, April 26th, and this is the best football show podcast, the place for the top news and opinion from myself and from the best of the best of Odyssey's football podcasts and radio stations. If you like what you hear today, please hit that subscribe button for auto downloads and make sure you leave a five-star review because it really does help the show grow. Before we get into uh, today's topic, and I'm going to tell you where I think each of the quarterbacks in the draft are going to end up, I want to tell you guys about something cool Odyssey is going to be doing the night of the draft. Uh, Odyssey is going to be having Brian Baldinger and Jason LaConfora hosting the 2023 Odyssey Draft Show. You can join them on the first night of the draft as they talk with local experts from Odyssey podcasts around the country. And in the final 24 hours leading up to the draft, make sure you go back and you check out all of Baldy's podcasts in the huddle for his expert prospect breakdowns. The draft show starts April 27th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Listen on the free Odyssey app, and you can watch it as well on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page. All right, let's get into really the biggest question of the draft. We've talked about it uh, all month. We've kind of guessed. We've talked about reports, who we like, who we don't like. It's finally time to make some predictions. Where are these quarterbacks going to go in the draft? At the end of the day, I know you see some reports about maybe Anthony Richardson falling, CJ Stroud falling, uh, Will Levis moving up. I'm not sure I believe all that stuff. And so here's where I fall on where I think the four quarterbacks will end up. Number one to me, I mean, this is, you know, almost boring at this point, but Bryce Young is going to go to Carolina. You look at the betting odds, you look at his visits, how he stopped talking to certain teams. It looks like he's pretty locked in at number one. Now, I think it's the wrong choice, right? Like, I I, I know Frank Reich. I know the type of quarterbacks he's coached. Bryce Young isn't that. Like, he's had tall quarterbacks. He's had guys that just, like, kind of stand in the pocket and, and win from the pocket. Bryce Young, you're going to need to move him around. You're going to need to get him to the sideline out of the pocket so that, you know, potentially his height is not an issue. Now, I do like that he makes a lot of plays when the play breaks down. That's a big part of winning in the NFL. I'm just personally surprised that Frank Reich is going to end up taking Bryce Young at number one overall. I think the next quarterback we talk about is much more of a fit for him. But Bryce Young does have special qualities. And if you look at what Jalen Hurts was able to do coming out of Alabama, obviously one year at Oklahoma, but a guy that, you know, not small like Bryce Young, but somebody that people thought physical limitations would stop him. Bryce Young has, and I don't know Bryce Young, but it seems he has that same type of it quality where he's a leader, he knows how to make plays, he flat out gets the job done despite some of his physical limitations. And in that way, I can see why Carolina is making the pick. I'm just skeptical he'll be able to win consistently from the pocket. I know all quarterbacks at this point have to be able to move, and Bryce can certainly do that. But we'll see. We'll see if he can run the type of offense Frank wants to run. Maybe he's going to start switching things up. Frank is very close with Nick Sirianni, who ran a very type of different offense than he has in the past because of Jalen Hurts. So maybe there will be some adjusting. But overall, I think when when pick one goes in, it will be Bryce Young to the Carolina Panthers. All right, here's where things get interesting. And the number two and number three overall pick, I'll say this about where I'm going to have these quarterbacks go. Teams could move up, right? Like with Will Levis, I could see him team trading up to number two to get him. We talked about it earlier in the week. He's now the odds-on favorite to go number two overall. I don't know if I believe that. I know the, the consensus is he's higher up in the league than some people think. But at the end of the day, I think the team that gets Will Levis will probably trade to get him, right? So the team I'm going to look for, for where Will Levis will end up, 
is a Tennessee Titans. I think he makes a ton of sense. It makes a ton of sense for them to draft a quarterback. Tannehill is not going to be their quarterback of the future. Everything you hear out of Tennessee is that they're not as high on Malik Willis as they were when they initially drafted him. Um, Look, I think he has a ton of physical tools. I thought in some ways it was impressive. He was able to go to Kansas City last season and, and be competitive. I know he didn't throw it a ton. But I'm not out on Malik Willis completely. It just seems like the Titans are. And they need a plan at quarterback. They need to rebuild, right? Like that franchise, I think their window for winning has closed with this current group. I'm not saying they need to, you know, fire Mike Vrabel, but I think they need a bit of a rebuild there, maybe a rebuild on the fly. And one way they can do that is by drafting Will Levis. I think he has a nice combination of some room to grow, and maybe it's not ideal if he plays right away, but also being more pro-ready than Anthony Richardson is. Anthony Richardson's the biggest prospect, biggest project in the draft at quarterback. Also might have the highest ceiling, but I think he's the biggest project. Will Levis, you could see if he needed to play this year playing you know, decently well. You could definitely see with a full year of coaching, if he does sit behind Tannehill for a year, they move on from Tannehill after this season, Will Levis, Will Levis stepping in and, and being that guy. So maybe they trade up for him. Maybe they, the Titans, who I believe are number 11 overall, maybe they go up to number two, maybe they jump up to number seven if he's still on the board. But I think it makes a ton of sense for the Titans to take a quarterback. And I think the guy that they're going to target is Will Levis. So I will predict, I will predict that he ends up with the Tennessee Titans. All right, next up for me is CJ Straub. Again, like I said, I can't believe the Panthers aren't going to take him number one overall. I do think that's where he should go. I think he'd be perfect for Frank Reich. I think he would be an instant impact player for them. I think they could win division, the division with him at quarterback, but seems like they're not going to take him. So outside of that, I will go with CJ Stroud ending up on the Indianapolis Colts, whether it's the Colts jumping up from four to two, whether they have to maybe move up one spot just to make sure they get him, or maybe he just frankly falls to him. Like if Tyree Wilson goes number two, uh, Will Anderson goes number three, maybe CJ Stroud sitting there at number four. But I think Stroud is the, the best quarterback prospect in this draft. And with Shane Sykin as his head coach, I think he's going to be good right away. Shane Sykin showed in Philadelphia, he can build an offense around quarterbacks. He doesn't have one single offense he runs. He truly does coach to his players as opposed to coaching his system. And CJ Stroud has the tools you want to see. He can win from the pocket. He's extremely accurate. He can make plays on the run. Now, Sykin just coached Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia. I don't think he has Jalen and Hurts type of mobility, but I do think C.J. Stroud has the, has the ability to be an impact on the RPO offense and the RPO running game, and I think he'll be able to do that for Steichen in Indianapolis. So you look at that division, Doug and Trevor Lawrence, Doug Peterson are certainly you know going to be favorites. They are favorites to win that division. It'll be tough to win it over them, but the Jaguars don't have some long history of being you know perennial winners. So I think if C.J. Stroud does end up in Indianapolis with Shane Steichen, he could be Offensive Rookie of the Year. He could you know he could lead that team to the division title. I really believe that he could come in and be that good right away, especially with a good head coach. So if I'm the Colts and the and Panthers are indeed set on Bryce Young, I'm making sure I leave the draft with C.J. Stroud. And that's exactly what I think they'll do. So I think Stroud ends up with the Indianapolis Colts. All right, next up for me is Anthony Richardson. Now, this is a tough one to figure out because if you look at the top 10, there's a lot of rumbling Seattle could take a quarterback. It's possible. I just don't know, man. They just paid Geno. It feels like they're at least convincing themselves that he could be the guy for two or three years. They just gave him a a decent deal. I feel like taking Anthony, Anthony Richardson right away would completely cut the legs out from Geno. I've seen seasons wrecked by, you know, quarterbacks being drafted to be the successor and then that starting quarterback still being there. It's a very awkward situation. I just don't think they're going to do it. I think they need a defensive guy too much. You look at Detroit. 
also a possibility, but they have such a good thing going there. Jared Goff was underratedly very good last year. I don't know if he's the guy for the next five years, but I don't know if Anthony Richardson can be the guy at all. And I think the distraction he would bring to Detroit wouldn't be worth it. The Las Vegas Raiders at number seven, I think they should take him, but you just don't hear anything about them being interested in a quarterback. And so I won't put him there. Again, the Falcons, I would have some interest in taking a quarterback if I were them, but for some reason you hear nothing about the Raiders or Falcons taking a quarterback. So if Richardson makes it past uh, Detroit at number six, if he makes it to number seven, to number eight, I think you'll see a team trade up. And the team I think that will trade up The Washington Commanders are going to have a new ownership soon. Ron Rivera said last year that one of the reasons they've struggled so much is because of the quarterback position. Certainly at the time, it was viewed as a shot at Carson Wentz, and really it was. But what he was also saying was they haven't had consistent play from the position or somebody that they can consistently kind of say, this is our guy and we are going to ride or die with him. And I think that Anthony Richardson can be that guy. He can be the guy fans get excited about. You don't play him next year. Washington's really not going to be a competitive team. But you develop them, and maybe in 2024, in a, in a division that has Jalen Hurts, that has Dak Prescott, that has whatever Daniel Jones is going to end up being, now you maybe have that quarterback that you can build around. So if he gets outside the top five past Seattle, presumably makes it past Detroit, I think you'll see Washington make a move up, go up and get Anthony Richardson. I think it's a smart thing to do, and I think that that'll be the big shock on draft night. I think Washington ends up with Anthony Richardson as their quarterback. This has been the latest edition of the Best Football Show podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please hit that subscribe button and please leave a five-star review if you like what you hear, and I'll talk to you guys next time.